Mustang fans and welcome to another Ford Performance Edition of the Mustang Owners Podcast. I'm your host John Claw. You know, from my years with Auto Week Magazine, the Ford Special Vehicle Team, Ford Racing, and now Ford Performance, I've always known that everyone has a Mustang story. So to that end, I hope you're reading my efforts to tell your story in the enthusiast section of FordPerformance.com, as well as keeping up with the latest happenings in the Mustang hobby by checking out FordPerformanceClubConnect.com every week. My co-host is a Mustang hobby and industry insider who's perhaps best known as the longtime president of the Mustang Owners Club of Southeastern Michigan, or Moxum, one of the largest and most active Mustang clubs in the United States, maybe the maybe the world. Plus, also heads up Boxum for you Bronco owners, as well as being the new leader behind the International Council of Mustang Clubs. I could only be talking about Mike Ray. Mike, we're going to be talking clubs tonight, and I think this one may be very valuable. Yep. No, I love doing mailbags and uh, good to get to hear from everybody else's input um, and problems that we can try to help solve. Yeah. And so uh, to that end, ladies and gentlemen, tonight uh, we do have a couple of, I think, pretty important topics that uh, were sent into our listeners mailbag and of course if you have a question comment concern or want us to cover a topic or a person you can send your suggestion to clubhub at ford.com that's c-l-u-b-h-u-b clubhub at ford.com and i'll be sure to run it past mikey and get it on the air for you because we want to keep you uh informed and satisfied with that we're taking on the topics you want to talk about. So, Mike, to that end, uh, with your years of experience in uh, running a Mustang club and, of course, all the work we've done together with events, this one is pretty interesting. I don't know why he doesn't use his name. It's called Anonymous from KY, which is Kentucky. And here's the note. It says, hey, guys, I help run a Mustang Facebook group who likes to drive our Mustangs on cruises and do things together. But lately, I'm noticing that much of our group has been splitting off. They're going off to cars and coffee events on their own and cruisings on their own. It just seems they don't want to be hanging together anymore. I was hoping you could give me some tips on how our group can entice our members to hang out with us like we did before instead of off to other shows. What am I missing here? Any ideas? Question mark. So, Mike, looks like they founded a facebook group had uh, similar likes and dislikes probably from a similar area a local area and they started doing things together and something happened um what's your guess here mike i don't know you know we've we've um experienced a couple of those clubs i know uh toledo uh ohio had a club like that not too long ago and they kind yes. of it it was really hot for like a summer and then it kind of died down and the next year it was okay and then the next year after that it was kind of disbanded because everybody kind of went and started doing their own thing. So it's definitely a mystery. And I think it's the the quality of what you guys are doing and what you're putting out for the members. Um, is it something they're enjoying? Is it a destination that they can enjoy while they're there? Um, is it just going to the same vacant parking lot and just talking that might get old really quick? You know, if there's an attraction or uh, like I said, a destination that you're going to any of that, I think uh, would be a benefit to, to help uh, generate some interest. That's a good point. You know, if you guys are 
even a Facebook group or a, a regular paid for membership Mustang Club, and you have things on your calendar that you do each and every year, and it's the same thing over and over. Mike, we've seen this a hundred times. You've got to keep it fresh. You got to mix it up. You've got to offer new things. Mike, you talk about it all the time. You got to offer some value here. And I think what could be happening to this group here is they're seeing more value in going to a cars and coffee somewhere else with just a couple of the guys from the group, or maybe a cruise in that has different people is more enticing than uh, just doing the same old same old, and maybe that's it, Mike. I think um, what you know we we talked about this in our own board meetings. What's the definition of insanity? Keep doing the same things over and over and expect a different result. Yep. No, I agree a thousand percent. In you know it's tougher too with the Facebook ones. Um, you know if somebody's not there or they don't see something right now, and you don't like you know how we do mass emails. You know the word they might have missed that word. You know what I mean so. Um, there's other things that you can do there too. So, you know, like software things or do a group text. If people want to do a group text for the Facebook group, um, do one number and see, this is what we guys are doing on Thursday night. Here's the meetup right there. That way it gets to every them and, uh, something's not missed as well. Exactly. Oh, so, oh, so, um, let's, let's throw a couple of things out there. So if you're, if your group just, uh, goes on cruises, that's great. I know a lot of groups that go out what they call a, uh, a video cruise, They'll bring their GoPros. They hang out of the car and take some pictures of each other, uh, go to their end destination, wherever it might be, take some photos, and then they post it on either YouTube or on their Instagram pages, which is kind of cool. But what's not cool is just to keep doing that over and over. So we would suggest um, uh, maybe you go to the Cars and Coffee together, and then you come back with an idea like, hey, next time, uh, why don't we go bowling uh, or go uh, throw axes or we, uh, why don't we go to a, um, a shop and have a, a gathering at uh, a detail shop or a, a uh, get, get one of your local uh, hot rod shops or uh, restoration shops to host you guys for a night? Uh, because, Mike, a lot of times people like to, um, you know, learn more about their cars, maybe uh, infotainment, some, some, um, some you know, not sharing, sharing knowledge would be fun. With and, and it might be a way to get guys to uh, to introduce themselves as a group. And some I know some shops like to know where where the cars are. Well, you know, John, here's another thing too that I've just been thinking about, and you're not even aware of this yet. But I'm going to suggest it for our local club here. Um, at the end of the year next year, as like a recap of the whole entire year. But you know, we did when a faster horse was out, when Ford versus Ferrari was out. We went to a movie theater and we could rent it out privately, and you can usually play your own things. You can play Bullet, Gone in 60 Seconds, any of those movies if you want. But You know, Mike, another thing we might want to do is to consider how are these people reaching out to each other? You know, the, the infamous uh, uh, Facebook algorithm uh, may not be uh, reaching all the people they believe they're in their group. If, if they're not clicking on that stuff and, um, and, and sharing things, they might not even get the message. I, you know, we've talked about this, Mike, in some of the bigger groups some of our members have thought hey should we begin maybe doing something like an email chain or maybe if they don't do email uh, get a text uh, chain where you can text out groups of uh, phone numbers at a time a group maybe even if if this group is what 30 40 people mike that should be pretty easy to have uh, maybe the two principals send out 15 text messages each and say hey we're all meeting thursday night here and that you won't be 
subject to social media's algorithms. Right. Right. No, I agree. So maybe um, part of the issue here may be that you are um, you're having communications problems. But, you know, that, that those are all things you need to consider. And the other thing, I mean, for me, Mike, and you've mentioned this a million times, what is new and exciting that you're putting on your calendar? Um, places you haven't gone before, uh, things you haven't gone before. You know, I like the idea of going to somebody's garage and, uh, you know, doing a brake job. Or I, I remember the Mid-Michigan Club used to have an ice cream social uh, at one guy's garage, and they'd have um, homemade strawberry shortcake. And hang out there and, you know, bonfires, going to, going to a new uh, uh, brewery that has a, a food truck, uh, ch- checking out new places, new car places together, even if it's a, a consignment uh, dealership, to go check out what kind of rides are there, uh, private tours of collections, everybody knows somebody with a collection and go, those kinds of things are fun, even if it's just uh, going to a model train store, or, uh, you know, drone races, uh, uh, a music festival together, all different things that you need to introduce to your club. If you're a Facebook group and you want to keep the group band together, um, part of it is make sure you're communicating. And the other part of it is come up with some new ideas because like, I feel like John, how about well, also what we're doing, we're going to do in the spring is doing an antiquing trip. That no, exactly. Now, is that everybody's bag of, you know, no, it's not. But, but yeah, it, I was just something different where you can join in and if it interests you and you get the group together and just get a line of Mustangs and, and start driving. Exactly. So um, we think in, you know, take a double uh, approach to this, uh, get a meeting together, say, hey, we got a real important meeting and uh, get word out. Make sure that it, if you have phone numbers, call them all up and meet at some place together. Uh, even if it's just a sports bar and you get one end of the the, uh, the, the room to hang out and say, listen, we want to go back to having the fun like we used to have, and let's have some ideas. Because, Mike, I think the problem with a lot of the Facebook clubs, they don't have regular meetings. They don't have places where they meet together and talk. They don't have that input channel where people can say why they're going to other places, right? Right, exactly. So maybe... Get them all together in a room. Um, talk about what you want to do. Have them share some ideas. I think you can get them on the same page. And then work on uh, a new method of communicating. How do you get in touch with everybody? Uh, maybe it's uh, you know, uh, on your Facebook page, you just post a calendar and have everybody check it on a certain date. But there's got to be more to it. Uh, I think what's happening here, Mike, is the communications is not working out and, and they don't have any fresh new ideas and it's not that hard i mean mike let's i mean the things we do every day we can do with our friends right no i agree so hopefully uh that helps out uh our friends down there in that facebook group in kentucky and i want you guys to continue to grow and be successful so uh if you have ladies and gentlemen other ideas that after listening to this and have had the same kind of issues they've had and can offer suggestions send it to us at clubhub at ford.com and we'll be sure to share it so, Mike, we hey, got John, another one. One last this thing was... on that one. One last thing on mm-hmm. that one. Uh, isn't that uh, Mustang Alley in Summer Nights? In, isn't that Kentucky? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. So Kentucky. that might be a great uh, destination place for the Kentucky group to, to head to and be surrounded by other people who share the same passion and can talk and mingle and, you know, and get some ideas and even meet new people there. You know, Mike, I think rather than just doing local cruises, 
what's wrong with a road trip? You guys, you, look, you do uh, Carlisle, and yeah. the people, some people that wouldn't want to go to Carlisle by themselves, if they go with their group, they just, it's, it's more fun. Absolutely. It, people, people you know, uh, same thing for, say, you know, something like an MCA show, or if you want to go to um, like the 60th anniversary, or maybe go to a museum together. You know, it, 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 the whole thing is uh, taking a longer road trip is more fun when you go with other people than just two or three guys. That's just the way it works. Yep. I agree. Yep. Well, so hopefully that helps you guys out. Um, like I say, if, if you have other suggestions, folks, send them to us and we'll try to help out. Uh, this one, Mike, is another big uh, issue with the clubs. And, you know, I kind of hate to bring this up uh, because we usually have a lot of fun on the podcast. But let's face it. Running a Mustang club isn't always just fun and smiles and balloons. It's not just all cupcakes and happiness. Um, sometimes you're dealing with some people that are, I don't know, angry, not happy, can't make everybody happy. And running a club does run into personality conflicts. And so we got this letter. This one's uh, from a guy named Rich L. Uh, from St. Louis area. And it says, Mike and John, <clears throat> I'm a member of a Mustang club that used to be really fun. Uh, but lately has been hit with petty politics and board struggles. One member is constantly complaining about the board and is now embarrassing people on social media. He's been pretty crude and is making life miserable. How do you guys recommend that we solve this? How do we make him quit the club? How do we make him just go away? Um, I know you probably won't discuss this on the podcast because this is the dark side of club life. Well, is this a, is this a Facebook group or is this a real page doing? It sounds like a Mustang club because if there's a board, he's, a, he's making fun of the board. Well, yeah, that, you know, you know, over the last couple of years, obviously we came up with a zero tolerance for any of that. Uh, there's enough negativity in this world. Um, so there's not room for that in the club. The club is an escape point, if you will, where most people go to have fun, to meet new people, to relax, to unwind. So, you know, any of that politics there or people with hidden agendas or anything like that, to me personally, it's a zero tolerance. You work with your board, um, go through your bylaws, make sure it's not, you know, that's not accepted or welcomed at all. And, you know, so you don't want people doing that and trying to ruin everybody else's experience. And, uh, you know, he said that he said it was a fun club and now it's not anymore because right. of a couple bad eggs and don't let a couple bad eggs, um, ruin it for you. Just be part of the solution and try to work with the board and try to make sure that this never in, happens again. And if it does, there'll be swift consequences. Yeah. You know, there's nothing, I, I mean, I've heard this before, Mike, you know, I manage club connect. I'm all across the country. I talk to a lot of boards and a lot of people who have issues and bring things uh, that they want solved with their clubs. And this is not a, uh, so I don't know why I said the, the dark side of club life. Nobody likes to discuss uh, the part that's not fun, uh, but no. for the podcast, yes, no, but no, it's all right. We want to have, we want to have fun. I don't want to have fun, Clark. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we, you know, John, for the board members, if he's, I don't know if he was a board member or not, but, you know, you put a lot of time and effort of your own personal time into this to, like you said, to give the benefits and the um, and everything that we do is for the members, for them to enjoy a better time, a better experience with their car, with their people. And so if it comes like that, you know, like you said there, you know, we've we've dealt with that. Every club has dealt with it at some point. Um, but just, you know, to me, zero tolerance. You know, this is it. And 
some people try to ruin everybody else's experience. Don't allow that to happen for them guys. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, yeah. I feel them and I, and I hope they, they can work through that. Yeah. Because you know, there's nothing, it's so hard. Um, and that's why we, we pitch on the podcast here, get involved in your club. Uh, cause the more people that are in there and involved and, and putting positive energy into the club, uh, the less that people who are negative and who are in it to just, um, I don't know, sour everybody's experience, the less fun they're going to have. And they're going to just go away because they're not going to feel welcome. And and I, I agree with you, Mike. I think what we should tell people is, number one, if you are a, a club with a board of directors and you have bylaws, make sure you put a code of conduct in your bylaws that says, uh, you know, if you are disparaging the club reputation, talking smack about, you know, other members and uh, going on social media to uh, – to uh, you know, make statements about other members that are uh, it, it's it's not in in good keeping with uh, of good conduct, don't you think, Mike? What if that's in there, the board then can meet and say this member uh, has violated our rules and uh, just uh, terminate his membership and don't have them. You know, now if they come to a, a show or something, if you're doing registration on site. And they come to the show, you can say, you know, have a list of people that are, you know, not welcome and say, sorry, there's a cruise in going on down the street. Go there. We're, we're not going to take your member, your your registration. If you do it online registration, you'll know the people that are still trying to get it. Mike, I don't understand why people who are not wanted, who are just trying to, you know, make waves in a club. Why do they keep trying to get involved when, why don't they just start their own club? Exactly. You know, and. Every club should have a mission and a vision, and that's what you should go for. And negativity will never be, should be part of any of that um, with any club around the entire world. Um, it's positivity, it's fun, it's educational, and it's just good times. And anybody who else wants to try to do that, yeah, I mean, start your own bad club, if you will, or uh, <laughs> leave the good people out of it. Because I can tell you from experience, too, when, you know, we had over 800 members, you know, 790 of them are okay. The other 10 might have some issues, but don't ruin it for the other 790 or let them ruin it for the other 790 because of that. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. So um, Rich from um, down there in Missouri, uh, here's our advice. Uh, make sure that you um, sit down with your board. Make sure you have language in your bylaws that uh, gives you permission to not you don't have to accept everybody this isn't a, you know it's not a democ democracy this is a club for like-minded individuals and you need everyone to get along and have fun it's kind of like high school mike or you yeah. know the clicks and, yeah. you know, and, and you know it, it, i i don't i didn't need to be accepted by the clicks that didn't like me i just formed my own click and hung out with my own friends and that's what mustang clubs are you know they if, if they're just friends so yep. if you if you can't be a friend and if you're having someone who's trying to um destroy all the fun that you're having and just make life miserable and get on social media and badmouth people um yeah excommunicate them and get them out of there uh, whoever they are and, and make sure it's done on the up and up mike transparency is important here absolutely so yeah so you know you can and you just spell it out hey listen uh, sorry you dropped um, you know f-bombs or whatever you did wrong uh, but as you can see article 5 section whatever of our our bylaws prohibit that kind of uh, behavior and since that that happened here 
we am sorry you're no longer welcome in our club. You know, good luck on your endeavors elsewhere and goodbye. And, and I know that's tough for a lot of you out there to hear that, you know, you have to treat people that way. But, uh, Mike, sometimes they, they don't – being nice to them doesn't work. No, not at all. And, you know, like I said, sadly, we've had first-hand experience with this, and I know other clubs that have exactly as well. And, you know, reached out to them. And like you said, John, how we have for the last couple of years and working with other clubs and seeing what they're doing as well. And it's kind of like the same page. And, you know, it's a new world we live in, and zero tolerance has got to be in there for any club. I, I highly, highly suggest it. Because, like I said, you're working too hard to give them benefits, and you want everybody to be happy, have a great time, enjoy their cars, Go to their cool destinations, having an amazing event without any uh, naysayers, if you will, um, trying to bring it down. Yeah, great advice, Mike Ray, and who knows better than you? I mean, all those years of running Mox in one of the big, biggest clubs. And, and you know, uh, let's face it, folks, when you're in a big, the bigger group you are, there's always a percentage of people that are you're never going to make happy. Uh, but don't let this ruin our Mustang hobby. Don't let this ruin your club experience. In fact, um, when you see a problem with your club and you think you may have help and a solution, stand up and get involved and say, hey, listen, let's not let this drag us down. Let's go have more fun. Let's, you know, and, and eventually I think, Mike, what happens is um, those people realize that they're just they're just not wanted there. And there's no there's nothing in it for them to continue that kind of behavior. And if they go on social media and, you know, you can't really stop them, you're not going to call the police on them or anything. And. But you, what you can do is just that just is a bad reflection on them. You don't want anything being a bad reflection on your club. Your club name is valuable. Right. Yes, that is absolutely correct. And like the Frost, uh, we've been around, um, you know, going up 50 years in, in you know, in 2025. So um, a lot of other clubs, too, if you've been around 10 or 20 years, there was a lot of work to build those years and to build that membership and, um, to build your status. So, you know, if some people try to come and burn the house down, not allowed. Absolutely. Well, you heard it, folks. Uh, there are ways around it. It's difficult. Uh, but if you join together uh, as a board, uh, it's not if it's not just one person, it's one guy against the other guy, um, you know, have make sure the language is there. You make swift action, take swift action, and get back to the business of enjoying the Mustang Club world. You know, there are many, many clubs and I'm not saying that uh, personalities don't clash, but uh, by God, the hobby is here for an enjoyment purpose, not for um, you know petty politics. So root them out of your club. Uh, do things together that makes people smile. Um, be accommodating to a point, and then when someone goes off the rails, um, bye-bye. <laughs> it sounds, <laughs> yeah. sounds, sounds yeah, terrible. It you know, and no I know no you... room for any of that anymore, and <laughs> Life don't let is the, too short and no. Don't let the door. Uh, no, okay. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I know, and I hope uh, you down there in, in Missouri, you don't uh, take us uh, like we're being joking about it. I know it's it's tough uh, because it's it's hurtful and nobody likes that. But uh, like we say, the this is a great hobby. We've got a we've got a the Mustang world. All in all, Mike, I have met so many wonderful people that would give you the shirt off their back. And the ones that uh, that are just troublemakers and problem makers, uh, you can count them on one hand. So uh, let's be let's count our blessings. Uh, enjoy holidays together. And enjoy fun times together. And um, what you do is when you 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 pass that car with all that exhaust smoke that's getting in your inside of your. Uh, in fact, I was behind a guy today, Mike, that he was smoking so much weed 
that it was coming through my vents and I was coughing. And so here's how I got rid of them. I step on the gas and leave them behind you. Put them in the rear view mirror. What's with, you're not supposed to smoke in your car. Anyway, so we hope you've helped. Especially if it was a Mustang. Oh, it wasn't a Mustang. I, I can tell you it was brand X. Okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> name names, boy. Uh, but I hope that doesn't happen to too many people out there. So we hope we've, uh, We've helped you out uh, today with a couple of really, really tough questions from our listeners. Again, if you have a question, uh, an idea, a subject you'd like us to tackle for you, don't hesitate to give us your comments to clubhub at Ford.com. We want to remain number one in your hearts and and be uh, something that you'd love to listen to. And maybe sometimes every once in a while, Mike, we can solve a problem. Yeah, let's let's say a thank you to all of our listeners. for finally getting the recognition and us being ranked number one in the Mustang podcast world. Yeah, seeing that uh, that ranking come out and having us put uh, that's because you out there, um, you, you you love to hear about cars. We we try to keep a great mix. Uh, we like to have uh, industry leaders, but we like to have just owners. We like to tell everybody's Mustang story. It's all about everyone has a Mustang story. So whether you have a Mustang story about your grandma, your grandfather, your mom, your dad, your kid, your uncle, the guy down the street, and you want to share it with us, send us a note to Club Hub. We'd love to have you on. You don't have to be Carol Shelby or Lee Iacocca. Uh, you know, and sometimes we will, we will have some name guys on. Um, but sometimes, Mike, it's just that Mustang story that drives the Mustang Owners Podcast. Yep. And, you know, as uh, like I said, I love quoting Jim, uh, Jim Owens, and uh, every time you get in a Mustang, it's like a vacation. Yeah, it, it, so with that, let me share a note uh, from, you know, whether you're um, Joe Bob uh, down at the car wash and you want to share your story, or you're somebody that everybody in the world should know in the Mustang world, uh, a guy like um, Mike, somebody that we've been wanting to talk to uh, for months and months and months and get on the podcast, a man named Hal Spurlick. The real Absolutely. Uh, Hal just sent me this note, and I want to share it with all of you out there. Uh, it said, hi, John. Nice to hear from you. Uh, thanks for your invitation to come to your Mustang Club and speak this winter. Unfortunately, we will be in Florida to the end of April, which means he will not be at the Mustang 60th uh, celebration. He, he will be down in Florida. So for those of you hoping to see and meet with Al Spurlick, sorry about that. He said, it's nice to see that Ford is still making many new Mustang models and new models of the Mustang, and that's still a popular car after all of these years. Hope you and your family are doing well. Happy holidays, Hal Spurlick. So to all of you out there in Mustang land, um, that's from our father of all the Mustangs, the guy who came up with the idea that got Lee Iacocca to sell it to Ford and get these cars made. Bless you, Hal Spurlick, and to all those great people. And also bless you to all of the people, all of the owners who make Mustang great. Thanks for joining us for this edition. And Mike, you have to admit, if it weren't for the owners, there'd be no Mustang hobby. Absolutely. It's all about the people. That's right. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mustang Owners Podcast. So until next time, we'll just have to catch you down the road. 